So I think in April, I was anticipating this awful wave of terribleness that thankfully did not come. But I, I think I underestimated kind of, you know, that this would be an ongoing, always stressful issue, you know, and what was stressful then, lack of PPE, um, uncertainty about testing protocols, those things have largely gotten better, replacing new, new issues, which, you know, is, is, un, is just going to be how this process goes, I think. We've had four nursing home outbreaks in our county. Um, you know, I think every time one of those happens, that is a pretty serious moment. Um, you know, there's these little pictures on the chart that shows the person and you look at those little pictures and you just know some of them are not going to make it through this. And the truth is, you know, we are getting better and we are having, we have more tools and we know the illness better and there are less fatalities than there were earlier on. And, and that is, we're grateful for that. But for every family member I have to call and say, you know, look, your loved one that you haven't been able to see for months because the nursing home has not allowed any visitors to prevent infection, has COVID-19, and they're not doing so well, and here's what we have to do, and they're going to come to the hospital, and you still aren't going to be able to see them, and they may pass away, and you might have seen them on a Zoom call. Um that feels awful for so many reasons. As awful as the outbreaks in the nursing home have been, sometimes caring for those patients and talking to grateful family members who are so glad you are coming to see their loved one um, have been the highlights. And there was a patient um, who had been my patient for years, actually, and was now in the nursing home who unfortunately passed away um, from COVID-19. But I got to be with her as she passed and her family uh, got to be outside her window. This was thankfully in, in nice weather. And, you know, that was just a, a pretty touching moment that I got to be part of that and um, got to be there for her in a way that her family really couldn't be without putting themselves at risk. And it's been hard on my family, um, just not being there very often. I have seven-year-old twin boys and they had a birthday um, just a couple of weeks ago. And, um, you know, we were coming up to their birthday. Request number one was a vacation to somewhere warm. We said, that's not going to happen. Um, and request number two uh, was, mom, we want you to not work on our birthday. Um, the fact that that was the number two request before any particular toy or other seven-year-old appropriate item was um, just kind of a sign that, um, yeah, I've been working too much and my family knows. The next year is going to be a lot the same as the last, although better, although better. And I think there was a time when I really thought it would be gone soon. And then soon kept stretching a little further and further and further. Um, I do think as more people get vaccinated and as we have more developed treatment options, that, that this will become more routine. But I don't think it will completely go away. And I think the harder thing will be rebuilding all of the other pieces of our lives that have kind of been neglected as we kind of get back to new normal, right? And, you know, what we see outside of COVID in the hospital and in our clinics is lots of anxiety, lots of chronic conditions that have not been as optimally cared for because people don't have the energy to do what they need to do. They've been afraid to come to the doctor, and, you know, we see more folks dying from cardiovascular disease and strokes and other things because 
they haven't been getting the care that they need. And, you know, I think it's going to take a while to recover from all of that. Um, and that will put a toll on folks too. 